Texas, uh, in a, a, overlooking a beautiful view of downtown. Uh, I'm in the Star Studio with uh, my co-host, Sarah Bollinger. Yes, we're in downtown. This is gorgeous. And if I, if I lose track of the camera, it's because I'm just going gah. Right I know, right? <laughs> like, uh, we, we, I don't know why we have the camera set up away from the view. Uh, you know, we'll but do as a back B-roll later. I'll do a little B-roll, I'll show you what we're looking at. Uh, there's some topless bathing going Ooh. on across the way. <laughs> Somebody's knocking golf balls into the street. You know what I mean? The usual yuppie stuff that happens in uh, in downtown uh, apartment living. And we're here because of this person, uh, right? We're here because of this this third person. You want to introduce our, our guest today? Yes, we're here with Katie Starr, and well, I'll let her tell her more uh, you more about what she does. But she's an amazing singer here, and we are lucky to have her here in Dallas. Well, we're here in your place. Uh, well, <laughs> we're lucky we to be are in your here place. In Dallas Thank you so much for being here. This is so much fun to have you guys over. And um, yes, like you said, I'm a singer here in Dallas. And um, I'm also a teacher and a producer and just living the dream, I guess. You living the dream. <laughs> I, I would say that just being in this apartment, uh, sure. you're kind of living the dream. This is a, you know, this is a wonderful place and you, you put together, it's well decorated and You've got some great art in the walls. You know? I know. It's like you're living a, a life of uh, an artist, and that's and being very true to that. You know, um, I'd like to before we interview you or get really into it, I'd like to point out how we met because uh, I think that's kind of interesting. That is a cool you know? story. Yeah. So, uh, long-term followers of Sarah and I will know that for years ago we had a project where we were touring uh, the entire length of Route 66. Well, we've yeah. done it several times. Yeah, yeah we've, done, we've, we've done a whole bunch crossing the country, but then we were like, we're going to make like a video, we're going to do a tour, we're going to have some, we, we were going to take some comedians on the road right, and do a yeah. Route 66 theme tour. Even. Yeah. yeah, and uh, you know, things happened and that project went to the uh, back burner. But uh, I was downtown Dallas a couple weeks ago and I was just taking pictures of art. I had some car problems and I was just walking around and I suddenly started hearing somebody sing Route 66, like just out of nowhere, you know? And I'm like, what the, what's that? And I, at first I thought it was a, I thought it was a recording at first. I was like, I'm like, that's a version of this song I've never heard before, you know? And so I, I looked around, I looked, I looked all over and there is uh, Katie, who I didn't know her name at the time, but she was just, you know, there's this blonde woman in like this red evening gown, like on a stage That's with so cool. one of these old timey microphones, you know, just singing. And uh, there was a little like a Italian cafe right next to it, kind of looked like a European Italian cafe. I didn't really look at the menu. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Next you know, time. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been spaghetti. I don't know. Uh, but uh, uh, and then there's like an artist uh, right next to her who's doing like this live, uh, you know, drawing uh, of the of the, the cityscape. You know, reminded me of when we we're in France and there's these artists everywhere just drawing right, you know, yeah. buildings and things. You know, 
And it just struck me as like a very European vibe, you know, all the sort of Route 66 song. Uh, the song got me in the door, but once I turned around and saw what you were doing, I was like, this is really neat, you know? And, uh, and so I came over and introduced myself. And uh, so that's how Route 66 led to this conversation, basically. Uh, but you guys, you and your partner, Jason, right, who's the artist? Yeah. So you and your partner, Jason Cantrell, we'll go ahead and give him a nice little plug. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Maybe we do that in a podcast in the future. That's true. Yeah. Where, where the hell is Jason? <laughs> <laughs> but you guys have been doing this, uh, and it will explain it actually, because I thought when you told me about that you've been doing this, uh, I thought it was so cool, and your reason for doing it, it was so cool. So, yeah, tell us about this. Yeah, it was really interesting how it came about. I literally called him on the way home from work one day, and I said, Hey, I've got this idea. Why don't you draw while I sing? And he was like, go ahead and come on over to my loft. And my boyfriend was in the car at the time. He was like, what are you guys talking about? He's going to draw like a small little picture or something while you're singing. I don't get, you know. So anyways, I show up there and Jason has this view of the Adolphus Hotel right in front of his apartment. And so he literally looks out the window and he gets this piece of paper that's like four feet by two or three feet, you know, and he just starts drawing the Adolphus Hotel while I'm just practicing and singing. And um, I think we did like a video of it or something. And we looked back and we're like, I think there's something to this. So then the next weekend, we had a, um, I guess an opening party for our new exhibit at the bottom of the Kirby building where he lives. People just kind of came in and out and um, it kind of became a thing uh, where people were like, I've never seen anything like this before. And, um, yeah, that's so cool. That's, you know, different experiences of people coming together and things happening. That's so awesome. So yeah. I do, not to deter, but related, I do figure modeling, live figure modeling. And when I'm modeling, you know, I listen to instructors as they're teaching their students. And they often talk about, which I love, like the rhythm of the drawing or the gestures or what's going on or you can, you know, and I love that. So I can totally see how that would fit in to singing and drawing. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they were to talk about the yeah. dance of it. Can you make it dance kind of thing, yeah. Right. And so uh, when I met you, you said you had been doing this uh, during the pandemic, right? Uh, and you, uh, for the purpose of bringing some positivity uh, down to downtown Dallas. And, yeah. and the minute you said that, I was just like, okay, that this is, this is cool. Because it wasn't just like, I'm, I'm singing, trying to get some tips or I'm, you know, trying to sell my artwork, you know, it was, it was more uh, philanthropic, you know, to, to, you know, that you just wanted to do something nice for people uh, in, in a stressful time, in a stressful environment. And I thought that was just really, just absolutely wonderful. You know, and so I thought that was super neat. So are you guys still doing that? Yeah, we're doing it every Sunday at three o'clock. And um, yeah, it's been really fun to, to do it every week because um, we've started seeing people that come back, you know, just to see the art and the music. And it, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Does the restaurant stir spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should come this Sunday and film a little bit so, and find out and have a meal. <laughs> are, you, are you doing it this Sunday? All right, yeah. we're, all right we're there. We're, we're there. <laughs> As long as I get some spaghetti out of it. No. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's not an Italian place, is it? Or is it like a French place? Yeah, it's a French place. Okay, so you got bacon wrapped spaghetti. <laughs> so that is awesome. And now you were doing Route 66, and then you did a couple of other covers, uh, songs, you know, that are 
I, uh, from a period, an, an era of history that I, I think probably inspires you quite a bit. Uh, how would you describe your, your musical tastes? And... Um, I've always been attracted to the old standards. So lots of Frank Sinatra, lots of um, Ella Fitzgerald, I guess mm -hmm. like the 20s through the 60s, pretty mm -hmm. much. Yeah. Uh, you were, when you guys were talking about the, the tango, uh, you know, connection between Gardell and... Yeah, Mark. so she's got a coffee book here, a coffee table book of Frank Sinatra here, and I said, you know, I'll have to look up the accuracy of it, but there's a very famous tango dancer named Carlos Gardel, and apparently when Frank Sinatra was pretty young, maybe even pre-teen, there's a, a story where they came in contact with each other, I think it was actually during a live radio recording. Um, and Gardell actually really uh, encouraged Frank to sing. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, that's kind of a cool connection. And yeah, yeah. I think that's probably a story that only gets told in Argentina. Probably, <laughs> but not even. I, I You're never going to hear that in Jersey. Because, no, of, my, because of reading, basically. Because yeah. yeah. I look up the history of things and I absolutely love it. It makes <laughs> it much more meaningful and rich, you know, and especially when we're talking about historical era. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it's, hard to, it's hard to make jokes when people are serious and well, talk, about, <laughs> talk about things that they again, care about. I know. Uh, but you know, it, it's it, it's tr it's true though that, that everybody's connected in some way, and inspires in some way, and so and and it, the fact that you know we were inspired by the Mother Road and that led us right. to, to yeah. meet you is just kind of interesting. So, how long have you been singing? Not not necessarily on the streets with Jason. I mean, how long have you been singing? You know, tell us a little bit about your singing career. Um, okay, so I guess for, for me, I started performing when I was about eighteen. My dad was like, "You have to go get a job." And so I went into this restaurant, and um, it was this mom-and-pop restaurant, and I was like, I want to be a server, and they were like, um, somehow it came up that I played the piano. So then they ended up hiring me. Later on, I found out they never hired anybody, but, because they all knew each other, but they, uh, the guy said, hey, she plays the piano. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'd come in to be a waitress, they'd go, can you play the piano tonight? So it was like a way for what them to, fun. yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of started doing it then and I've been doing it ever since. Um, I've been able to do more performing since the pandemic happened. I remember when it first happened, I was like, oh my gosh, everybody is online now. Nobody's anywhere. Time to do a quarantine concert. Right. So I started doing one like every Friday or something. That's so awesome. you're like the mm -hmm. only artist I've ever met so far whose career has uh, benefited <laughs> from lockdown. Yeah, oh well, and modeling, of course. So yeah. I, um, we got here end of May actually, and um, just simply, I think being available for people and willing That's made true. a huge difference. I got a lot of photography jobs when I first arrived here. I probably five or six, and that's part of the reason why we stayed in the Dallas area. I'm like, Dallas is very welcoming and yeah. to me right now. And I'm like, and this is when we're closed, not when we're open. You, uh, you know? yeah. yeah. Are these, uh, are these city, you do these broadcasts like Zoom shows? Is that what you, are you doing? So like a concert from your living room kind of thing? No. Yeah. I don't see a piano anywhere. Oh, I uh, missed it. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so my, my lead-in for that, my lead-in for that was to get to like a mention of acapella, but clearly I'm just inobservant. Uh, <laughs> what I was trying to get at was like, you know, I, I know some of your videos you sing without accompaniment, and I was uh, that's why I was I was trying to lead in that direction. But stupid me, there's a piano in the corner. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a 
it's it's covered in a feathered boa, so I, 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 you know, I don't know how I could have missed that. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I enter and like, ooh, there's a piano. I, I need to play again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay, so you perform, but you do. Uh, what I was trying to get at was that you do perform also a cappella, right? Uh, yeah. Like I saw, and you have a group. Yeah, I do. Yeah, the Starlight Girls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, are you the uh, because it's called your your name is Star, and they're the Starlight Girls. I'm guessing you're like the boss of this group. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, the leader. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Did you put them together, or how did that did. come about? Yeah, it was a cool story actually. I watched this commercial like I'm gonna say it was like in 2012, and it was one of the first commercials ever made, and it was talking about how you could go up to the top of the world, which is the top of the Empire State Building. And then when you were at the top, there were the Starlight Girl rooftop dancers. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, that's something right there. Oh, and wow. then I was like, I need to create a singing and dancing group and just kind of all came together. So. Okay. That's right. part of that era too, right? Movies, they used to have Louis Armstrong. Actually, I have patients. Um, I used to work in healthcare. I have patients who lived in New York City and they would say, yeah, I remember I'd go to the movies and I would watch and listen to Louis Armstrong play in the intermissions where, you know, between the movies. It was no big deal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no yeah, big deal? Wow. Yeah, yeah. No big deal? Yeah, 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 because that's what they did back then. You're like, doo 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 doo, it's an intermission, here's live music. <laughs> Man, why wouldn't they just go for the live music and stuff? Right? Yeah, movies back then sucked too. I mean, there, there were no Avengers. Right. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, incredible. Uh -huh. Yeah. How many Starlight Girls are there? Right now, there are seven Starlight Girls. And uh, and do you like uh, are you like the madam? Uh, no, <laughs> but uh, how long have you been? Have, how, how long has the group been together? Is that a pandemic thing too? Or? Yeah, it really is. It's funny because whenever the it was like the week before the pandemic is when I did the first auditions for Starlight Girls, and then the pandemic hit, and I was like, oh my gosh, we have to do callbacks on Zoom, and then everything turned into online. So everybody kind of learned everything online. And now, like a year later, we've got our whole show ready, and we're just now getting out and performing. So oh, that's fantastic. awesome! Yeah, yeah. you uh, uh, you you have a, a a nice little roster. I saw, and you guys do are really good at doing that that fifty style hair. That Sarah tried doing that. Those yeah, the fifty rolls. I tried. I have a friend. Um, <laughs> she does them all the time, and I tried it, and it's like it's kind of working. But uh, yeah, so uh, do you have any? Uh, so you're you're relatively new at uh, yeah, and uh, with a bunch of these uh, things. And, and my always thing is, do you have any like recordings, any studio sessions, and stuff like that? You know, have you, uh, or have it just been like because it's taken off and it's so new, we haven't gotten to that stage yet. Yeah, we do actually have some recording studio sessions. Oh yeah. Um, we went into the studio back in December, I think it was, and recorded. <coughs> like six or seven songs um, um, covers or originals covers oh yeah. and an original the yes. starlight girls theme song oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually watched that one uh, several uh, you, well I didn't mean to watch it so frequently but you have like several different clips that are like the same song oh, um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like I was like oh that's the same song oh that's the same song oh here they are on a rooftop here they are on zoom I mean, yeah. it's not bad I'm just saying I ended up listening to the song multiple times <laughs> <Right>. as a <laughs> result maybe that's how you get it stuck in their head uh, you know like do 
Uh, you know, they always say, like we, uh, you know, they always say if you want real success online, you have to do the same thing uh, over and over and over right, because your audience gets very specific. Uh, you know, it'd be oh, weird yeah. if your audience got very specific over your theme song, but you know, it could happen. <laughs> yeah. People are like, we want more cooking videos. I'm like, but I want to do more than cook. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> But uh, uh, so uh, so you have the, the studio sessions. Uh, is that an album that people can purchase? Can we put that up, or is it free, or is it how do you distribute it? Um, we have not even published it online yet. Oh wow! But we will be. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, if it comes out uh, in the time frame that uh, we're, you know, I'll make sure and I post that uh, and let yeah. people know. Uh, in the meantime, how can people find out about you and stuff? Um, I guess you can visit if you're interested in Starlight Girls. You can visit starlightgirls.com mm -hmm. and then if you're interested in what I'm doing it's katiestar.com mm -hmm. um, you can also follow my Instagram or, and Facebook and YouTube yeah. you, you got a lot of followers on Instagram? Um, getting there yeah, yeah. It I feel like it's it tough. Yeah. 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 Well, as a as a guy, uh, it's I, I have like zero followers. Uh, she posts one picture and she gets like a hundred. That's a, so it's tough, man. Not quite, but, but I'm like I, I I only recently tried to get followers on Instagram because in the beginning I was like I'm a comedian. What can I do on Instagram? Apparently, I also take pictures. I forgot that fact. Uh, but anyways, uh, so uh, so and then you also teach. Uh, you teach uh, voice lessons. And yeah. How long have you been doing that? Um, since I was 18, I think is when I started teaching. So right around, the, you, you went, went to the restaurant, yeah. got the gig, playing the piano, and somebody mm -hmm. said, hey, can you teach me how to sing? Yeah, it all happened at the same time. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. You were busy wild. at 18. I was, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Did you did so since this all sort of started taking off for you at eighteen? Uh, you know, most people around that age are, are going to college and stuff. Did you did, did you still go to college or anything, or or was that like I, my career has started and I'm you know I'm, who who needs to go to UT? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in college at the time, and then I remember like having to make the choice: should I teach more or get up and go to classes? And me, who doesn't like to sleep in or who likes to sleep in, was like. I think I'd just rather teach. <laughs> Maybe not the best choice, but it all worked out in the end. So. Yeah, well, of yeah. course. I mean, yeah, you get you get this amazing. You know, I know college graduates now who are working at Starbucks, living in efficiency. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, our, so you you got this amazing place, and you got a nice little career. And, and I think it's ultimately deciding what you want and going with it, and putting in the time that's yep. required. You know, yeah. yeah. College isn't the door obviously. Opener there's got to be talent there, but it's putting in yep. the work. People can be talented, and they don't do it, then nobody knows about you, and nothing happens. You know, college, no. college isn't the door opener that it used to be no, for people. No, it's, it's and not. I think it's more if you figure out what you want to do, and you have some talent, and the earlier you pursue it, the better. You know, yeah. I didn't start formally. I didn't start performing stand-up comedy until I was in my forties, and uh, in which you know I have no regrets, but. Uh, if I, I know people who started when they were in their teens who are now world internationally famous, you know, and, they, and you know, on TV and stuff. And, you know, I'm, that's, I don't think that's going to happen for me, as it doesn't happen for most comedians. But uh, nonetheless, I, you know, I, I, the earlier start, I always tell people, the minute you decide you want to do something, you should do it. I waited, and that is my, my single regret about that, you know. So, 
So, uh, you know, we, your, your stuff is all over the internet. Uh, you're relatively uh, new at, at producing, but you said you've been teaching classes and then we talked about college a little bit. I'm doing a recap because I don't know where exactly we ended uh, before our camera pumped out on us. All right, so, uh, anyway, did you, is that, where were we, uh, do you yeah, remember? Yeah, that's oh. good. Okay. Um, so, I'll ask a question if that's okay. So, if somebody is interested in singing, but they're unsure of themselves, what do you usually tell them? What do you recommend for them to get started? Um, usually, I'll have people do a free trial class with me, mm -hmm. and then I'll get them comfortable by getting their voice warmed up, and then we talk about what kind of music that they like. Sure. Because usually the kind of music that you're attracted to, you're good at singing to. Right, makes sense. And then um, I'll have them sing a song, and most people can sing. I mean, right. I really think so. I think it's like 2% of people are tone deaf. Okay. But usually, you know, you have a place to start, you have natural aptitudes, and then you can kind of take what you're good at, focus on that, and everything kind of lines up. So That's great. Yeah, no, yeah. when it comes to dancing, too, I tell people to find what makes their body move, what, what calls oh, yeah. them yeah. to move. Um, and, and Brian, for example, as most people know, is not a tango dancer. The music just doesn't call him. Don't <laughs> you know? really like it. He used to do some swing. Uh, Love swing. And so if you see some swing music, you'll see Brian move. Maybe, oh, I will, maybe I will cut a rug. <laughs> I will definitely cut a rug, man. But me, like, you know, I've gone to places where there's ballroom music of different types playing, and people are like, Sarah, you're a dancer. Get up and dance. And I'm like doesn't move me, you know, yeah. it doesn't do it for me. I can force it, but it yeah. won't be authentic and it won't really be what I would call true dancing. You know, it'll yeah. be me acting like I'm dancing. <laughs> yeah, what is, it about, what is it about the music from the 40s and 60s that moves you so much? Um, I don't know how to put it into words, but I can tell you that um, back when I was in high school, I got a Frank Sinatra CD at Starbucks and put it in my car. And I thought I was probably like the only teenager that rolled all my windows down and blared Frank Sinatra. I just loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it just so it, it just me. it just connected to you somehow, huh? Yeah. Are you, you do you have any roots uh, to the Northeast in New York? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on my mom's side of the family, um, my relatives, that, like, were some of the first founders of New Amsterdam, which is right. New York mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, maybe it's in the blood. Maybe it's in the it's in the genes. Or maybe you're an old soul. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. <laughs> what I think, uh, I, and I, I like to, I want to make this point. I, I I think this is probably something that you appreciate. But uh, when we walked into uh, your building, you know, I don't I don't know when this building was was built or designed or maybe it was renovated, whatever. But it's got a very uh, Art Deco feel to it. Like it feels like '40s era, you know, uh, feel, uh, city. You know, it feels like. A, yeah, you said you felt like. You were walking into a building in New York where you should have a doorman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there should be there should be a yeah. doorman. There should be a lot of people smoking. Yeah, it just it, it has the it has the the trappings of uh, I don't know when it was you know, made, but uh, I don't know you know how you ended up here, but I could see that like you walking into that lobby and going, oh yeah, this place feels right. Uh, you know, given that you have this. Yeah, the desire to you know, or this this you know, love of a, of this era of music, you know. Uh, speaking of music, so we talked about your singing. We talked about your theme song. Uh, we talked about other stuff. Can we hear a little bit? Is that or are we? Uh, you know, do we have to pay you royalties? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sure can. You want to hear the theme song? 
Give yeah, me whatever you can give me, uh, right. given that we're you know just sitting here. <laughs> I'll just go for it acapella, I guess. Um, okay, so I'll start this now. Would you like? He's getting faster. We are the starlight girls, the jazzing starlight singing starlight girls. Boom on we. We are glamorous and a sight to see. All of our stars shine bright, and we're out tonight. We are the Dallas Starlight Girls. Wow! Wow! It's amazing too, because your your speaking voice and your singing voice there's a disparity. You know, like you use you, you have you're very soft spoken, kind of almost whispery, but it's like you're saving it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's like well, you know, no, this ain't you know, it's like you're saving it up for to be able to belt out. Uh, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. <laughs> As a, as a public speaker, you know, and I, I often do gigs where I'm just nonstop talking for like five, six hours at a time. I mean, afterwards, my, you know, my, I won't be able to use my throat. Uh, you know, it's a, it'll, it'll get hoarse, but a couple of days later, it, it adjusts. You know, you ever have that issue where it's just like you just throw out your vocal cords? You know? Yeah. So you have to give them a rest? I think so. It's just like any muscle, if you use it a lot, it just gets tired. you got to rest it out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Do you have any routines like you ice it down or <laughs> yeah, eat a lot of Jello? <laughs> I feel like Jello would feel good on the throat. Well, that's what they tell you when you have your tonsils taken out. Do they really right? tell you? Yeah, yeah, I guess like, right. yeah, you Jello ice cream. and popsicles uh, and ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> just say, why don't you get fat when you don't have? He's like, ah, no more tonsils. You know, you better gain some weight. No, I don't know why those are connected. That was wonderful. You know, as you were singing that and I could picture because I've seen the videos you the whole group Starlight Girls uh, one song that I, I don't know if you've recorded I don't know if you practice it or sing it but the only I keep hearing Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy in my head I did too yeah, yeah. Mind, yeah. when I saw your group I was like Jen, is that one of your? Do you do yeah, that one? Totally. Yeah, the, yeah it is. I could see you yeah. guys doing that with the uh, the the, the military-inspired you know mm -hmm. out costumes and stuff. Is that is that in your repertoire? It is actually. Yeah, we have a set called the Pin Up Set, and it's in that. And there's choreography that goes along with it. That's very military-looking with you know salutes and all those kinds of things. Yeah. Have you thought yeah. about doing well? Maybe when things are open more, traveling and doing that, where you go to the different military bases and his his family is military base, and that's totally a thing I could see doing. Like either yeah, I could see you guys having like a USO tour. USO tour. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And I would love to do that. Yeah. yeah. It's a we actually might have some connections with that. We'll, well of keep course that in we mind. do. Yeah. Connections with everything. Well, specifically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's uh, yeah, I could definitely see uh, I could definitely see that. Uh, but that has that that's not something you haven't toured. I'm assuming as a not yet. Well, because they just started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you, are you still singing at that restaurant? I am. Are you really? Yeah. Oh wow. So wow. That's I, I was just like I was like, oh man, probably the restaurant closed. That's awesome actually. That's yeah. very cool. Oh, wait, are you talking about the one that I The one that you started at at eighteen. Oh, so no, I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Now oh yeah, the one down the the Italian joint down the street with the spaghetti. Yeah, we, we've established you're gonna be there Sunday. <laughs> we know that. Yeah. Well, very cool. Well, do uh, you have any more questions, Sarah? Let's wrap this bad boy up. You know, I, I think it's wonderful. I'm so glad uh, you, you agreed to, to do this. You know, we don't, we don't get to, we don't do many uh, interviews like this. And, you know, I, the, the, the name of the show is called On the Road with Dr. Brian. 
but I'm not on the road anymore. So I, <laughs> I feel like we're going to have to come up with a new title, uh, honestly. Uh, maybe, you know, Living in Dallas with Dr. Brian. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll figure but, it out. Yeah. But anyways, uh, folks, check out Katie Starr. Check out the Starlight Girls. Look at the camera. Folks, check out Katie Starr. Check out the Starlight Girls. Uh, is on you know websites, fa Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Go see her. Go check her out. And uh, thank you so much. This has been another episode of On the Road with Dr. Brian King. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.